Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sir, ah, Manscape. Uh huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says weed whacker. <laughs> I'm scared. Maven, Manscape. What are you thinking about Love Manscape, it. dude? Love it. What do you use it for? Necessity. What? What don't I use it for? Put it this way: <laughs> the only hair I have on my entire body is these eyebrows. Yeah. That oh. you see. These wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. <laughs> that is it. That's all. That's all I have, and that's all I want. That's the so pick. manscaped there's a must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man. It's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't want you to have to admit this because we... As men, we try not to admit this, but if you're going to go oh, do I a know deed he, on a woman, I know would you rather have her be hairless or a little hair, racing stripe, or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush? Racing well, stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well-manicured landing strip. <laughs> Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass bald, Mm. Then I I start. Where is that pedophilia line that yeah. I'm that I'm I don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that. Yeah, that's very interesting. Like I never thought about. Wow. That. You're a smart dude. Holy yeah. shit. So if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly, you're cool with that. If the landing strip is has like I said, well manicured, yeah, you yeah. can see both sides. It's not like blinking lights on both sides of the. Landing? I just don't. I don't want. <laughs> you know, I don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. unwanted areas on that. Gotcha. As well. Oh, yeah, look but what you found. Ooh. I got to be all honest, gotcha. though. Hey, the, ah. 
the, the older I get, though, I don't. I think I don't think I can be as. Uh, I found it. I found have it. Have you ever gone down there and like just like you, she slowly brings down the underwear? Then what is retro? Just absolutely. Retro? You're like whoa. Wow. Yeah, like I'm forty six. Pops out. Do you like walk out or what do you do? No, I, try, I muster through. I muster up the courage to get through. He's a trooper. Yeah. He's a trooper. <laughs> Gotta give him an yeah, Not all. Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. I, there you no, go. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> listen, can't, I couldn't. I couldn't Super say. Bush. I couldn't say. Well. <laughs> If you have the same beliefs as Maven, does Manscaped could help you? Absolutely. The weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to, like, you know, go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? I like 70s adult films, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, with that, we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break, and we'll be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a drop kick second. A uh, drop kick. Hey, everyone. Chris Centennial, Sports Talk 101. Today I'm at the Country Club. Uh, Big Ron Shaw, and the question we're asking today is, should Monty apologize to Ron? So what's your thoughts? Should Monty from the Monty and Ferro show apologize to Big Ron Shaw? Absolutely. I, I don't believe that uh, Monty should have said what he said, and I definitely believe he should uh, apologize to Ron Shaw for what he had said. Sir, what do you think? Should Monty apologize to Ron Shaw? Monty apologized to Shaw. Hell yeah! And he's the champion. Hall of Famer, of course. Sir, do you have an opinion? Should yeah, he most, have most definitely. When you have a Hall of Famer and you want to insult him, that's a bunch of bullcrap. He should be apologizing to him. Thank you. Sir, do you have an opinion on Ron Shaw? Should he Monty apologize to him? Yeah, I don't even like Ron Shaw. Hey, hey. Who the hell are you? You talking Who's to me like your own this man? Like you get all drunk here? Get the hell out of here. Monty, the people have spoken. Step up to the plate and deliver me the apology that I so rightfully deserve. I told you, you're a punk. And I'm going to tell you, our pants are going to cross again. All right, welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty and a Farrell only seen here out of Indie Music TV and Ron Kakama. At the board is our producer, the amazing Spidey. Spidey, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Spidey, tell the fans out there you're on your way to Puerto Rico. You won't be with us Thursday or for the Saturday show with Sinister Minister, right? Yes, I'll be missing those two shows, but then I'll be back. I'll Thank God. In Puerto Rico. So we're trying to decide, do you think we should go with the Abe? Or what's the girl's name? Tori. Abe Tori. You're asking me live on the air. <laughs> yeah. Abe or, or Tori. Tori? I don't know. Spidey, what, what, what do you got to say about Tori? I'll throw you on the, uh, on the grill. I trained her, so I have confidence. I've never met Abe. Okay. You have confidence? Yes. Should I be confident that Spidey 
Has confidence. I would be. That sounded like a glowing endorsement to you? Not glowing, but... He said he has confidence. Maria confidence Davis. in what? Turn on the computer? What do you have confidence in? Maria Davis says, hello, Spidey. Hi, Maria. What's going on with Maria and Spidey, by the way? I'm starting to notice that the, you know, well, there Maria, might be something. Maria's an attractive lady and Spidey's an attractive man. Wow. Basic math. Basic math. Yeah, never mind. By never the mind. way, R.J. Hudson says Ron Shaw should apologize to Monty. What's going on? He goes on? on a podcast because he doesn't want to answer a question. He calls you a punk. What a joke. Did you enjoy the neck, the last, uh, the most recent Ron Shaw video? Ron's putting me in a tough spot. How come? Be- because when I see saliva being projected, yeah, he spit on he me. He spit. And Gave I me was the like, Iron Sheik. He's putting me in a rough spot here. I mean, I really like Ron Shaw, but he's getting, he's getting, he's getting, he's getting borderline now with the, with the spitting. I, it kind of unsettled me. I'm not sure. John, welcome. Good to see you. Jason, good to see you. Luce, great to see you. What up, what up, what up, what up? Uh, who else we got here? A mess in the house. Of how course. are you, buddy? Always a mess in Phil, the house. Phil, how are you? <laughs> right. ESO Creative. ESO has the Bo- after show Bruce. right after us. Hit it, Bruce. I had to give ESO a little thong- tongue lashing this uh, morning. What? Why? Because he's consistently late with his videos. Is he really? Yes. Why is that? And you know how I'm a stickler for that. Did, did he have an, an excuse for uh, his tardiness? He said he's working. He's working. He gave me a bunch of excuses. His back hurts. He's working. I, a million things. He's working? I, I know that you and Vince McMahon probably have the same work schedule. What do you mean he's working? That's exactly. What that's are you what talking about? Have excuses. you seen me work lately? Yes, exactly. You guys don't want to know what I make, but have you seen me work oh, lately? Jared, I'm never going to live. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Comment down I forever. Didn't, I didn't it say anything. It will continue to keep That was a subtle reference. <laughs> what? That's- a subtle reference. Yeah, it was very You've subtle. You've only referenced it 18 times before the show before even Before the show doesn't count, we're on the air now. <laughs> nothing before we go on the air counts. People were asking what we were doing, and I said you were talking about, um, we were talking about anal sex. Before the show? Yeah, before the show. Yeah, we were. We're and, weird. And the mess says, I have my mind in the gutter. Yeah, well, where does that leave my mind? Well, yeah, you, you, well, you were really the one talking about anal sex. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. I mean, it's 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 a thing. It is what it is. It's you know? a thing. It's a thing. You know, either either some people are you know horrified by it, and other people embrace it. I'm from Greece. Do the math. Oh, what? Christ. What? The first lady in the house. Show some respect for the first lady there, Farrell. I always have respect. Randy Don't put Wise, me in a hot spot, with Maria. You? I love Roy Batista. Roy Batista. What is up? I can't. What is up? And uh, you know. And I said yes, so. And R.J. Hudson's in the house. Okay. It was good to see R.J. Absolutely. So, What's up, uh, R.J.? little bad news, uh, unfortunately. Bad tried news. the best I could. Hollywood John Tatum has ghosted <laughs> ghosted the show. Maybe he read Marty's handbook. I don't – I. you know what? It's a good point. It's possible. No look, that's the, look, sometimes it's the luck of the draw with these guys. You never know what the fuck. They go, Dude. I love your show. I can't wait to come on. Then you're freaking – are you ready for the show? Hello? Well, no, but, but then it's like... Where are you? Are what you, are you talking about? You know, are you doing the show tomorrow? Yes. Right. Okay, can I have your email address? Because I have to send you everything. Ghost. Leave a messages, ghost. So I actually, you know, this is the first time I've really failed at this. Okay. I went to the bullpen. I was making calls today. Yeah, to the bullpen you usually I wanted, go to, you know, I wanted, We have a strong bullpen, right. too. We right. do. Okay. Um, I went, I went for I went for a... Uh, I wanted to know what you thought. I didn't want to tell you because I was going to surprise you, but... You had anal sex. I was gonna have. Ugh. I was gonna have Judy. I was gonna. I, w- I was looking to get Judy Martin on. 
Get out of here. How cool would that have been? That would have been fair. Where's Velvet? Where's Velvet? Velvet McIntyre. I didn't look for Velvet. I didn't look for her. Judy Martin. Nice. What happened? She was working. She was working. If I probably... You hear that, Bruce? She was working. Get those tapes in, Bruce. On time. If I could have probably got her earlier, I could have pulled this one off. But That would have been awesome. I didn't make the call until like 6 o'clock. Judy Martin. Like five thirty, six o'clock. That would have been really cool. I mean, I really, and then I started looking for old WCCW guys, right, to fill in for Tatum. Okay, and uh, they, most of them were working. Okay, so you know, okay. I'll make it up to everybody. So I apologize. I mean, I really, hey. I really hate when this happens. It's really annoying. It comes with the business, unfortunately. That's All right, what happens. A little wrestling news: Solo Sokoa smiled because he got married. One of the many heartbreaking things about the saga of the bloodline is that without Sami Zayn in the group, there's no one that could get the stoic Samoan to laugh unless he gets married. What do you think? Is this a joke? He, did he really get married in real no, life? really got married. This ruins everything for me. I didn't think he was the marrying type. I think he's living <laughs> high in the hog now, right? Is he living? He's living high in the hog. He's in the bloodline. He's, he's a superstar. He's on the main roster. He's a superstar He's a now. future world champion. Too. The, guy, the guy just a few months ago was in NXT, right? And th- he wasn't in NXT for a very long time. Do you think he's a future world champion? Because I do. It's a good question, man. I w- uh, Is he really just destined solo ooh, to Phil says, be, ooh, uh, Velvet, the original fiery redhead. Velvet, freaking magnetic. You like the feet. Dig those toes. You like <laughs> Absolutely. Ooh. I'm kidding, folks. Do, do you You're making me out to look like... Absolutely not. God. I'm Greek. I didn't say that I jumped for the so feet. You do all this other stuff, but... What is all this other to- stuff? When it comes to the toes, that's it. You know what my favorite... I draw the line at the toes. Listen, I'm going to keep this simple about all, right. all this other stuff. Okay. My favorite album from Judas Priest is Point of Entry. So I don't look at toes and go, there's a place to go. Is your favorite, what and, is and wrong your, with you? your favorite song is Heading Out to the Highway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> go ahead. What? Maybe the name of the song should be Heading Out to the Hershey, Hershey Highway. highway. <laughs> that's where I'm... That's Wait a minute! <laughs> With almonds? <laughs> this is out of control. Yeah, well, you started it. Sorry, folks. We'll try to keep it cleaner after this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All it's right. all him anyway. So a few weeks ago, uh, when we did who we were interviewing, but um, we spoke about that New Jersey girl. Yeah. Um, who, uh, 14, who? got beat up in a New Jersey high school. Yeah. And yes, she took yes, her yes. life. And it was about okay. a week later, I saw it on 2020 again, too. Okay. And they show the beating and everything else. Okay. And now, and then most recently, a boy allegedly beat a female teacher aide over a Nintendo, faces up to 30 years. According to Depa, the suspect would beat her up every time she takes away his game. Okay. Adding that he spot spit on her while deputies dragged him away. In the body cam footage, the boy asks if, he, if he's going to jail while being handcuffed. I don't want to go to jail. I have more important things to do. He yells back at him. Like playing Nintendo. Farrah, all seriousness. Yeah. Talk to me about bullying. It, it, and the reason I bring this up now is I think bullying has been a part of life forever and ever and ever. And, yes. Right? Yep. Is it worse now? I I can't answer. I'm not a kid now. I wouldn't I wouldn't claim to answer for the kids of today. Um, 
they could answer that. Hey, Jared, how bad was bullying when you went to school? Um, honestly, it really wasn't that bad, at least for me. Did you notice I, it being bad saw. for others? No. I had I didn't see really any bullying, to be honest. Well, I guess that, you know, I'm not going to say that Spidey is the be-all, end-all, but considering he's a young, young guy, right. bullying was torture when we were kids. Absolute torture. It could scar you forever. And uh, to be quite honest, I've got a few still hanging around, you know? So, Do you think, and again, I'm not, I took care I'm of not that, victim, <laughs> I'm not victim shaming. Yeah. But do you think the girl had some mental problems or she was weak? I can't say. You had some bullying, right? She's you, you 14 talked about, you, years you talked old, about bullying. man. Did you ever think about ending your life over bullying? No, I thought about ending ending the bully's right, life. Right, So you weren't directing that at you. No, I never thought there was anything wrong with me. I, as you can see, I still don't think there's anything right. wrong with me right. to this day, even though I know there possibly is something wrong with me. Right. But that's okay. Um, no, I, it was the bully that I wanted to, you know, just rip out his guts, basically. So the girl told her father, she said, I don't want to be that girl that's on the TikTok video getting her ass kicked. Mm -hmm. So I guess she couldn't deal with it. So do you think it's even worse now because now you could go viral it's, and all this stuff can go on? It's worse if you're, if you're doing something like that. Who the hell is posting that anyway? What kind of scumbag move is this, you know? It's very, it's very uh, unfortunate that that's what happens nowadays. I would never want to be that person. I think when you asked me about it a couple of weeks back, that's what I said. Could you imagine being bullied and abused and then everybody sees it? Not just the kids in right. your school. It was bad enough yeah, that sure. you were known as a guy that you could, that could yeah, be pushed sure. around. Right. I, you know what's funny? I remember the day that it stopped. It stopped because I picked up a chair and threw it at somebody. That's how it stopped. Right. What was the moral to that story? There is none. There's usually only one way to deal with a bully. Well, I was thinking like that's really the moral to the story. I was thinking like if you got the guts you know, to do it, do it. What if, what if you pee your it'll pants stop. one day? Right? Good for me. It happens, right? You pee your pants, right? I can mm -hmm. imagine, right? Okay. Can you, can Especially now that we're older. What? I'm not talking about <laughs> us now, kidding. but you know what I mean. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, could you imagine go. being ripped apart virally? No. Because no. Look, something. we've seen even in the early days of this show, fucking absolute keyboard monsters. You know what I mean? We've seen them. Well, YouTube's, YouTube's had that because those keyboard monsters are gone now, right. so I don't know. Right. We've, see, we've so seen plenty of them. I started thinking, right? And uh, I don't know. I, I also got back on an 80s kick again. So, okay. I, you know, on my serious radio, I put on 80s with 80s. I kind of got away from it. I was back into some 90s music or whatever else. Mm -hmm. One thing I'm not into, dude, I got to be honest with you, is classic rock. I don't know why. I just, I guess we've got fed so much of it growing up. It's, so it's so if you hear Led Zeppelin, you're pretty, pretty much like, oh, geez, yeah. again? Yeah, kind of. Even now, even when I don't even listen to them, I'm like, I don't really want to listen That's to Zeppelin. You know what I've found? I've become selectively obsessed Go with ahead. certain bands from the classic rock period. Right. And I'll hone in on them. You know what I mean? As much as I love Led Zeppelin and I had every single album, I have to admit, thanks to the radio and the overplaying and the overplaying and the overplaying, I don't tend to run to Led Zeppelin nowadays. I already know every song in every bar. I know I know them all. Uh other bands I've focused on and have never, I've 
never become tired of. So I guess it really depends on the band. Oh, there's no bands you're into at all? You don't um, have a phase where you're listening to a lot of Triumph? Nah, you know, listen, so that's funny. We were talking about Rush yesterday, me yeah. and my wife. Great. And band. I asked her where Rush ranked on her thing. She so goes, great. I don't really like Rush. I said, I got to be honest with you, I'm not a Rush guy either. I'm more of a Triumph guy. If you want to compare bands, right? Both Canadians, Very interesting. Right? And I know that Triumph was the poor man's rush. That's but... what they say, but I say bullshit. They're both great bands. It all depends on what you like more. I f- feel Rush is superior to Triumph. However, personal memories, Triumph, Triumph's over Rush. There you go. Very good. You know? Lou says if you played football in the 90s high school, some somebody tried to bully you usually For sure, on I a bet. weekly basis. Absolutely. So, I see that. back to what I said. I got I on a little bit of that. 80s kick and... Mm-hmm. Um, I watched uh, My Bodyguard. Do you remember oh, that movie? Oh, God, I love that right, movie. So I, I don't want to get into that yet. Oh, such so a good movie. So I started lo- thinking, okay, I'm going to start picking up the biggest bullies from the 80s. Because if I just took in movies, right? Oh, I love this. I'll get to the point. But I want you to, I want you to chime in on them. I right? may not know a lot of these, believe it or not. Right. You know that I was busy being in bands and chasing I, girls. I think, I think you will, uh, most of them anyway. Well, here's the ultimate prick. David from the Lost Boys. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, he's a douchebag. Right? Uh, what was it? Uh, yeah. What's his name? It's been a long time, man. It's been a long time. I have to go back and watch that and again. I, and, I, and the order I have is from 10 to 1. Okay. 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 Johnny Lawrence from The Karate Kid. <laughs> what a dick. Now, he now is by the truly... way, in Cobra Kai, they kind he's of reverse the man. It. He is. He's the man. And you know he's what? Awesome. You start to see his side of it. Absolutely. Because think about it. Machio's Machio not so cool. steals his girlfriend. He's a jerk. Steals his girlfriend. He's a jerk. Yeah. And hold on. At the beach... He goes to talk to Allie. Right. And Machio tells him, back right. off. Right. Fuck you, new guy. Right. Right? Is he really such right. a bully? Dude, it, let's face it. Machio never should have won that last fight in the Karate Kid. He should have had his ass kicked. I think so. Dude, stop with the swan thing. Yeah. Get out of here. Now stop that I'm all grown up and yeah, stuff, yeah. I ain't rooting for him. Get him out of here. Thank you. Go go heel. Yeah, well, we are wrestling fans after all. Who's uh, next? Who's next? The Heathers from Heathers. I don't know Why if you know fu- that movie. I don't remember. The Heathers? What is this about? Heathers is a, Heathers, Heathers is a pretty good movie, man. Was it? Yeah, you get a chance Who's to in it? it? I don't even remember uh, this from one. from 90210s. Okay, in it, uh, okay. We got some 90210. That's right. what I used to call this that This one show. you should know. What Chet from Weird Science. <laughs> okay. Douche. Yeah. Bully. Bully. I'm a dick. Look at that picture. I'm a dick. Oh my God! What a damn! Look at those teeth! Wow. Anyway, uh, Steph from Pretty in Pink. Okay. Yeah, she's she was the a real rich bitch. guy. He was a rich guy. Really annoying. A, I, I was not a fan of Pretty in Pink. Why? Explain Why that aren't one you? to me? I don't know. Did Why you did you like Breakfast Club? I loved Breakfast Club. How great were the '80s, man? I'm sorry, you guys. If you didn't, no, grow up we in were the very 80s, lucky. We were pretty. We lucky. were lucky. I mean, Jared, do, do you understand what you missed being in the '80s? Has Jared seen The Breakfast Club? I actually have. That's a great movie. Thank you. Yeah, I had to clap for that one. Good That's for you, one of Jared. the movies that. What a great movie! You never man, want it to end. You just want the story to keep going. Yeah. Like you don't want it to. Hey, end. Jared, you know which one I was, right? This is what happens when you spill paint in the garage in my house. That was me. I'm the guy at the end that goes like this in yeah, the, in, in the, in the field because he got to kiss the hot, the yeah. hot girl. Absolutely. That's me. Absolutely. What a great movie Mick that McAllister was. Mick McAllister from Teen Wolf. Oh God! What a what a oh God! What a dick! Oh, he was such a dick. 
Wasn't this the debut of, of the main man, Gene yeah. Wolf, yeah. Michael J. Fox? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Did he, he do this? TV, he was doing Family Time. No, I understand yeah. that. I mean, it's one of Fox's movies. His first, yeah, I think so. I think it's before it Back to the Future. It came before Back to the Future. Yes, I'm absolutely. pretty, I'm pretty yeah. sure it did. All right, here's one. Okay. Stan Gable from <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> How dare this douchebag pick on those nerds? How dare dare him. Where's the picture? We don't got a picture of this one? I think Jared might have missed it. All I know is his spaz with the uh, with the javelin. What <laughs> a great movie Revenge of the Nerds was. That was All just... Right. So, yeah, you got that, it. Put yeah, this Chad guy Gable. up. Look there at this. Is. It's Gable. just the biggest steaming dick you've ever seen. Is it the so thing it looks wrapped... like my rankings are working well here. I love your rankings. What, what you, look at the thing wrapped around him. Is that like a sweater? Yeah. I want to I wanna punch him right in the face. Look at that All right. guy. So at the start of the conversation, we spoke about My Bodyguard, right? So oh, I very rarely get to see movie. these type of movies because they're not shown. Okay. And it was on HBO Max. Don't show them yet, Spidey. Don't so, show them yet. Anyway, my point is... Go ahead. Um, God, I love this movie. I was thinking about the girl who got bullied. Okay. And so I'm watching this movie through different eyes okay. now, right? Okay. And I'm saying to myself... First, I'm saying to myself, boy, oh, boy. These movies give white people a bad name, We're right? Awful. Because it's just like <laughs> the wimpiest bullies of all time. So if you haven't seen My Bodyguard, it's a rich kid who lives in a hotel with his father. I don't know if you want to call him a rich kid. Mm-hmm. Starts in a new school, mm-hmm. and the bully the school is Matt Dillon. Throw and him up, Jared. And as you throw him up, Mike, i got to tell you. Go ahead. What makes him, outside of the Karate Kid, the greatest bully ever, Go ahead. is the fact that Matt Dillon is an excellent actor. He's great at this. He was so great in this role. Oh, Matt Dillon's a killer actor. He's a great He's actor. He's a great fucker. Oh, where is Matt Dillon today? Does he still do stuff? Yes, still I mean, does you know movies. I don't have a TV. Still so does you might movies. As well. Plenty of them. Oh, God, I loved him. What a great... Look at that mug. You're going to tell me that's not a bully? He's a prototypical, wow. prototypical bully. He was fantastic. But what about my bodyguard himself? Do you got a picture of the bodyguard? Um, well, we've got a picture of... Oh, oh, before no, you put the picture guy. of the actual other guy, do you have the picture of? Can you pull up a picture of the bodyguard? My bodyguard from my bodyguard, yeah. Spidey. So I'm wow. watching. I'm, I'm he watch, was so great. I'm watching this. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, I watched this recently. That, really? Yeah, I love this great, movie. Right? It's still so great, right? Still great. Great. I love this movie. So the kid goes to this new high school. Matt Dillon's the the the, the bully, and. This kid's a smartass, right? Because yeah. he, he likes to have fun or whatever, and he's yeah. a kid from Meatball. By the by way, the way. He, he played a, yeah, Meatball, another good movie. Right. But he played so, such a perfect victim, by the way, yep. in this movie. Yep. Great victim. Matthew Holland writes. Well, that's Matt, a great Matt, picture, Spidey. Matthew Holland writes, Matt Dillon died. When? He didn't die. That's Matthew Holland. Matt boy. has everybody dying. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Matt, are you dead? <laughs> what is going so, on here? So <laughs> the kid's the getting fuck? picked up, picked on by Matt oh Dillon, God. and okay. he hires this guy to be his bodyguard who has his other problem. I'm not going to tell you the whole movie. It's such a great movie. Yeah, so they, if you they, put that picture up of the, the two guys, there uh, you there's go. the poor kid who's getting picked on, and the, and the bigger dude obviously is is is, is his the bodyguard. bodyguard. So Matt what Dillon a, a goes and hires himself. His, uh, his own, own bodyguard. bodyguard. Right? Uh, Spidey, and... show, show Matt Dillon's bodyguard. <laughs> there there we he go. Is. He's coming up. There he is. Now, oh, this guy is God. the biggest pussy of pussies. He has a tank top on. His arms are like two inches. I'm like, this is the bodyguard? Wait a minute. He rides a bike, though, doesn't he? No, he no, takes, his, takes bike. his bike. Oh, that pissed me off when he took his bike. Now we're giving away the film. We're not supposed to do that. 
Guys, if you haven't seen my bodyguard, see it. But I agree with you. These two pricks, I hated them. I wanted to jump through the set in 1980 and pound them till the, the tubes and the TV But exploded. I remember back when we were younger, we watched it. I used to think that guy Mike was so tough. Dude, we were 14 you, years I know, old. I was skinny now, as a toothpick. You look at him now, you're like, what? I know. It's I'd like beat, you came up to me, dude. I'd, I'd beat the, beat the, the shit <laughs> out of you. Well, <laughs> you wouldn't even we, know what ate you. Well, you know what? We grew up. You became 270. I became 2-something and <laughs> 6 yeah. feet tall. We're kind of uh, like, you know, we're not little guys. I mean, what a great movie. My body. Mess says Matt Dillon is great, too. The best roles, Bunny in Platoon. Yes. Yes. No, that's not Matt Dillon. What's Platoon? That's a, that's that's Matt Dillon's brother. Oh, Matt. is it? Yes. Wait a second. He's got yeah. a brother? I didn't even know. And he played Dallas wow. in The Outsiders. I, I really yes, you are correct. He, he played Dallas in The Outsiders. Now, look how skinny that guy's arms are, dude. It's like, come on. Wait a minute. Who was in The Outsiders? Matt Dillon. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, don't scare me and tell me it was his, his brother. brother that I don't his, even remember. His What's his brother's name? Is, uh, Chris Dillon or no. something? Who is it? I forget. But it's his brother. Okay, who I didn't a, even realize that he Matt had a Dillon brother. plays a role in. Um, I don't. know. There's so many roles. Matt but Dillon was excellent. Was unbelievable. Excellent Look at that picture. Look at that picture, dude. Oh show show the arms, Spidey. Did you throw this up? You're right. This guy's this guy's got. That's his arms. That's your forearm. That's what I'm saying. It's what like the fuck I'm is like I remember this guy being so. Tough. Wait a second. I'm I'm more cut than he is. Yeah. I'm getting confused here. But he was a bad guy. How'd you How'd you feel about the bodyguard? How great was the bodyguard in my bodyguard? How he's great, a great actor. How man. I love that guy. Was he? He's actually in. Someone mentioned Platoon. He's actually in. Um, when I think Full of Metal Jacket, I was about to say Full, Full Metal, Metal Jacket. Jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff, man. I love this list. You did a great so, job. So with my, this. my my I guess my whole point to you is Farrow is this. Throughout lives they made mo- this is just eighties movies, right? Right. They made movies that the, the, the typical story of the supposed weakling mm-hmm. being bullied. Right. And the bully getting Eventually getting his come up it's almost yeah, like pro wrestling in a lot of different ways. Absolutely. And I think to myself absolutely. like this young girl, I'm like my heart pours out for her, it should. but I it think. Should. But I also think like, why didn't you get your yeah? Like, look on the inside. Some people are just not into confrontation, especially at a young age when you're still sorting out your feelings on the world. She was only fourteen years old, man. Only fourteen, and a lot of listen. I didn't like confrontation. Right, understood. To this day. I used to not like confrontation for fear of being assaulted or bullied. Understood. Now I'm afraid of confrontation about what I might do. Right. Which is either way equally a problem. Right. right. Either it. way, I was never comfortable with it as a young kid. You're still figuring nor, by, out by your the life way, at nor 14. should anyone in this lifetime have to feel like Dude, they're awful. in a hostile environment. I dreaded going to school. That's what I'm saying. You go to school and it's a hostile environment. Let me Not tell good. You, the biggest reason why I said fuck that school and eventually I got my own you know, deal I, it was because of bullying, subdivisions, societal bullshit. I was like, this is not the place for me. Fuck this. I wound up going to night school. I graduated early. <laughs> I was like, I'm done with this shit. I'm not reporting to anybody, and I don't need to be but, cool for anybody. Do you remember I, I said it made, it made what people look about stupid, me? like white people you know? look stupid? Yeah. I mean, the retaliation of the guy getting bullied is in this in the deli, he squirts them with mustard and ketchup. It's like, that's his retaliation. Right. It's like, 
Right. Come on, man. I mean, uh, yeah. that's your that's your fight back. Yeah, I'll squirt. It's even like Karate Kid. Right. What do you do? Sprayed him with a hose. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Now they kicked his ass. Right. Now that was more realistic. You know, it was a great serious picture from the eighties that I, has been completely put in a box someplace, and you just never see it ever. Was Sean Penn's first great movie, Bad Boys? Oh, what a movie! Paco Moreno. Oh my God, that movie. That was movie's very so. It's real. a very disturbing. Movie. I'm sorry, it's disturbing, but you know what? It probably happens every day somewhere. It's it's a, that is real no, life that shit. Is, that is that's and real by the life way, shit. The one, Bad uh, Boys with Sean Penn. Guys, the what movie I was thinking movie. with Matt Damon is. Um, over the edge. Over the edge. Right. Very. I haven't seen that in forever. Keith Sutherland played a pretty good bully in Stand by Me. Jason, you're 100 percent right. Wow. What was the movie where Douglas got just went berserk, falling down? That's falling down. How great, great is movie. falling down? I just want to answer something. John's sure. asking what happened in Mondays with Marty's. It scrapped. We're trying I don't to know find if it's scrapped. He disappeared on <laughs> He disappeared. Me. I mean, I was get getting calls thing. every day to get this set up. That's mine. And then, yeah. whoop, gone. Yeah. Yep. Gone. And, you know, like I said last week, I'm too busy to You're not chase them. people chase around. Now, place. listen, these guys are our friends. I yeah. care about them. We yeah. check in with each other, make sure everybody's okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, honestly, I speak the Pharaoh two times a, day, a week. At mm-hmm. most. Right. Right? Right. I'm not going to speak to Marty Jannetty seven days a week. <laughs> right. It's, uh, right. It's stressful enough. Yeah. You know I, I, mean? I totally agree. You know? Um, you know, Marty's supposed to be in studio in May. You, you know, know, we should start but... have this running across the screen. The plans and future preparations of this show do not necessarily reflect the plans of said wrestlers. Well, I got to be honest. Because you can I, plan all you want, but if they if they flake out on you or disappear, I, I or whatever's underst- going on, I understand things happen. But I got to tell you, I'm pretty pissed off about uh, this John Tatum thing. Yeah, what the fuck was that? What well, that's what I mean. You don't reach out to me, ask me on the show, then cancel last minute last week because something came up, right? Which I understand, right? 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 Well, actually, I might have had the wrong date. Whatever. I don't. I don't remember. Okay. But anyway, then we go through this whole thing again. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. it's just annoying. Yeah. And the reality of it, I got to be honest with you, I felt like if he was going to end up coming on, we would have had a nightmare just getting him to come on video properly. Probably. You know what I mean? Probably. It, again, you guys, have your I, earbuds on? <laughs> Did you yeah, turn guys, the, the you, volume you down? Gotta, I mean, Jared, you could speak to us. How difficult is it sometimes to get some people to learn how to turn on their computer? It's borderline impossible. Yeah, there you go. That's but we somehow make it happen. Hey, you remember when the previous guy who was in here before you learned how to turn on the computer got excited? <laughs> okay. All right, but we are talking about some guaranteed things that are going to happen. Uh, on March 11th at 3.30, we've got Sinister Minister along with Max the Impaler. Uh, I happen to be a big fan of the Sinister Minister. Are you really? I really am. Tell me why. <laughs> He's just cool and evil. I, I like it. What side? What side of the fence does he play on? You think? Stop it! He's a guest of ours. Uh, you want to ask him about anal sex? Is that what? You're no, no, I do not. What are you getting? Just ask him what team he plays I for. I don't That's know all. what team he plays for. We'll ask him when he comes. Which team? Do you are you play okay for? with that question? If you if you comes out of your mouth, <laughs> go ahead. That's right. I'll be I'll be right here going. What are you doing? How about Maxie and Pelly? Excited about her? I'm kind of scared. That, you, now let I'm me ask you something. Scared. 
Does anyone know? Do you know Max Impel? I don't know enough. Did you I, ever I'm hear going to need to know. Uh, yeah, I actually did a little bit. I'm going to need to know a lot more beforehand. Uh, very imposing. March 19th, 11 a.m. Don't want to miss this. Monty and the Pharaoh meet PG-13 live and in studio. Ooh, that'll be rated R. That's going to be rated Deathmatch. Uh, March 30th. You hear that, Matt Holiday? Deathmatch. <laughs> Mitch Seinfeld in studio. Now, for people that may not know Mitch Seinfeld, I'll tell you, Mitch is uh, one of the original pitchmans for um, QVC. Yeah. He was a very high level pitchman yep. on QVC. Yep. That's a big and deal, too. It by is the a big way. deal. That's a big deal. And he yep. was a wrestling promoter. Yep. Uh, so yep. The, guy, the guy has a lot of stories. Smart, it should be very cool. Smart man. May 5th in studio, Manny Fernandez. That's just... I'm I'm losing my yeah, shit. I, I'm really surprised you're... Because he's a legend! Why? He's a PWI inside wrestling wrestler legend from Texas. He's a badass motherfucker. Manny Fernandez, Bruce and Brody. Manny Fernandez, Manny, Manny, Manny. 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 Wow. You're dude, dude, that's big. That is big plus. Vietnam vet. There you go. I'm I mean, ex- I, I, Wow. I, I really... Hey, wait a second, Manny. And my boy. My boy. Tommy Rich. My boy. Get the bong pack. <laughs> Tommy Rich is in wildfire, studio. Wildfire, light it up. Here comes a wildfire. Oh, I love Tommy. Great To the guy. right is the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrell, along with his partner, Bart Griggs. Make up the band, Wisteria Hall. Bart, man. Wisteria Hall. Sing such great songs as This Life, In My Dreams, Not Far Behind. Here comes rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall, Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Sorry, guys. I am struggling. Spin it out. All right. Spin well, you want to hit like and subscribe. And if you <laughs> think about it, think about like and subscribe for the Monty and the Farrow Show. Download Wisteria <laughs> Hall music on Spotify, Apple Music, and Reverb Nation. Also, this Tuesday is the first episode of SOB Sports Network, um, nice. headed by... Minotaur, Mantor. That's Mantor. Mantor. Mantor the Minotaur. Mantor the Minotaur (laughs) and PN News from WCW fame. That should be real cool. Um, uh, So that's going to be a little bit exciting. So that's Tuesday at 9 p.m. It will be posted. It's a a canned show, so it will be posted on Saturday, I believe. Monty DeFaro can be seen on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page, Monty DeFaro Facebook Live page. Here's on High Art Radio, Spotify, Anchor, the Monty DeFaro Twitch TV page. And if you're lucky enough to live in New York, Channel 115 every Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. and Saturday at 11.30 a.m. And Channel 20 on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. We also want to thank in the Intuitive Network, I N two U T I V E network go on uh go on to an app guys download it. it's for free they've got documentaries they've got movies it's like a new well it's a netflix really now. and nice luckily enough you get to see the monty and the Faro show on there we'll be right back with no john tolos tolos john tolos jesus because <laughs> if we pulled that one off <laughs> Matt Holiday would want to know how it happened they, because he's really uh, Matt Holiday. It's not Matt Holiday. Matt Holland. Matt Holiday <laughs> Yan- was a former the, Yankee, the, wasn't the he? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I'm rubbing off on you. That's wow, what's there. happening here? Matt Holland would be excited to know how we pulled that off. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yeah, we'll see you uh, after the sounds of silence.
M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage. Ask for Jack. Do you treat your dog as part of the family? (laughs) Well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty the Farrell, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. Hey, a mess says, Gene Simmons was up here a month ago. I stood in line for two hours to meet the guy to get my Kiss figure signed. Then I found out after that to meet him, I had to spend $50 on his money bag vodka. Why would Gene, why did Gene, I, I believe him, why did Gene Simmons do that shit? You know, Gene is always chiseling. He's always chiseling. And is, I'm not, when is enough money enough money? Uh, it's ridiculous. It really is. And Paul Stanley's done. So stop. Stop now. And I love Kiss. You know how much I love Kiss. Paul Stanley, I adore you, bro. Stop singing. It's time. Well, the stop guy's, it. what is he, 76 or something? But like they're that? still put, he's not that, he's not that far yet. He's, he's getting there, but he's in his 70s, right? Probably early 70s at this point. I just wish he'd stop. He's got to stop. You know, now he's, they finally admitted that they're singing to vocal tracks. They've been doing this for like five or six years. Yeah, yeah. Probably five or six years yeah. they've been doing this. Although I got to admit, when I saw a Kiss with Bart, we had we had pretty damn good. He didn't cheat that night. I didn't see him cheating. Really? And he got through it. When but I, he, but when he I wasn't saw... singing the Wait, way I he was did. at the same concert, wasn't I, with my wife? I didn't see him cheating that night. He didn't sing like he used to. He was cheating. What he was doing was dropping. He was dropping octaves. What he was doing was instead of you're in the side, you know, he was dropping to a lower octave, and Gene would compensate because Gene could still go right vocally. He got you. So basically, it was like, listen, what I can't do anymore, you're going to have to cover for me. Interesting. And that's but this was right at the cusp of let's start using vocal tracks. All right, you know, WWE star Sonya Deville faces gun possession charges in New Jersey. Mm. Uh, WWE star Sonya Deville was arrested last month on gun possession charges in New Jersey. Police said Wednesday, Deville's whose real name is Daria Bernato, or Bernardo, Bernardo. was taken in, uh, taco into custody. Was taken into custody at the Borgata Hotel Casino at and Spa in last Atlantic City after a valet employee discovered a handgun in the vehicle. Th- that had been parked. You got to be bummed about this. You love Sonya Deville. Yeah, but I mean, you know, no big deal. Nah, it's like what kind of gun was it? A handgun. Why did uh, she feel? Oh, didn't someone? Wait a minute. There you go. That, you know hit. what? Then why didn't she at least get it legalized so she can carry it? It's not like she doesn't have the money. 
And it's not like she doesn't travel often enough. It's just like get it legalized. But, but let's think about it this way. Then. She got it legalized. What are she you lives. Doing? She probably she lives in Florida. That's I a bad think, move, right? Sonia. Get it. Legalized. I don't know what the gun carrying law in Florida is. Okay. So maybe she is licensed in Florida. Okay. She came up to New Jersey. You got to know the laws. You're traveling all the time. I got to be honest with you. When something happens you to someone know. like that, it must be very scary for them to travel around, right. thinking that you know right. who knows what what else can happen. Isn't she a legitimate badass though? Yeah, she is. Wow. Well, you need to you know, just get the gun legalized, Sonia. You don't have it happen again. Good guy. Uh, A&E had their second installment um, on documentaries. Uh, okay. The first one was NWO. Right. This one was with um, Jake the Snake Roberts. Did he show up for his own documentary? <laughs> he did. Very good. Very good. Jake the Snake Roberts once had a dream other than becoming one of the biggest professional wrestling stars ever. Okay. Before Ariel Smith Jr. stepped into the ring, he hoped to be an architect. Having a love for working with wood and buildings. But at 18, he decided to give wrestling a try to prove his toughness to his infamous father, Grizzly Smith. Mm. Roberts was expecting a triumphant night before heading to college, but instead was embarrassed during his match and scolded by his dad. It led to him praying to the devil to help him one day to become the biggest wrestling star ever. And bigger than his father, huh? Bigger than his father. Okay. Congr- so, congratulations. You prayed to the devil. You're bigger than your father. Enjoy hell. <laughs> so, it's going to be a long time. All right. So, they really gimmicked this documentary out. They really went, try to be dark. Okay. And Jake was definitely doing the Jake Roberts thing. I got gotcha. you. The gimmick. Is, um, that, is that so, Michael? Yeah, that type of is shit. That, yeah. Is that what he did? Right. right. And with his lines... Uh, Interesting facts, which I think a lot of people know already, is Grizzly Smith was married to a woman who had a daughter that was 12 when they used to drink a lot. When the girl, the mother passed out, he went in a 12-year-old's room, had sex with her, and then impregnated her, and which became Jake's mother. Then he left that lady and went and married Jake's mother. And it just goes on and on and on. Um, the devil, Jake didn't have to pray to because the devil was Chrisley Smith. Yeah. And You're he, right. But, he, you know, we were going to have Jake in a few years ago when we first started. And that, right. That ended up being a fucking And he jaked too. out. He jaked out. Right. But one question I was going to ask him because everybody knows the story that Jake's been telling the story for a long time. Um you know, again, Sam Houston, the brother of Jake Roberts, didn't seem to have such a problem with his father. But Rockin' Robin mm-hmm. was molested by Grizzly Smith. She actually gets emotional in this video. Mm-hmm. But this is what I was going to ask Jake. So in this video, it talks about how he hated his father. Mm-hmm. If anyone knows this, when Jake first got into the WWE, do you know who one of the lead bookers was? Who that? Grizzly Smith. How interesting. Okay, and I was going to ask Jake if you hated him so much. How did you go work for the WWE then? I would have loved to have heard his answer. What do you, I kept when I'm watching this documentary? I'm like, can someone ask him this question? Right, because clearly Grizzly Smith was a devil in a lot of ways. Sure, but I let's be see, honest. I see why you would say Jake that. was equally not a good guy. I can see why you would say that. Right? I'm not disagreeing with anything here. So I, I, so I just thought to myself, well, is it just when it comes to money, nothing else matters? It doesn't matter that your mother was raped? And, and by the way, 
after after Grizzly leaves the mother, he hooks up with another lady who's Robin Smith's mother. Mm-hmm. And Robin Smith's mother supposedly raped mm-hmm. Jake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All shit you probably heard. Right. And again... You know I, why these things are never asked? Why? Because we put false idolatry on guys like him. You would have the balls to ask him. I would have the balls to let you ask him. You would ask him. You know I would. I, you I, know I, I, I figured I'd throw a joke in. But I know I mean, you would. To be, to be very honest... How many Monty and the Farrells are there? By the way, I just want to there read something. There ain't that many people going to just Lou ask Lou says him. it's simple. There's not that many people going to just ask him. To advance your career, Monty. I get of that, Of course, Lou's. of course. But That's then whole, you yeah. can't go on documentary saying how much you hate somebody because clearly you didn't hate them enough. To stay away from them? No, you didn't Cha-ching! hate them. That's it. That's, but like you said, advance. That's the bottom line. I, advance. I, I get it. That, yeah. that would be the simplest answer. Right. And I would say to himself... So not right. only did you pray to the devil, mm-hmm. you basically sold your soul to the devil. Yeah, how'd that turn out, though? What was what did I Jake... mean, as far as life goes, forget that he got booked to the top of the car. Who gives a fuck? How'd that turn out for him, ultimately, that whole lifestyle? That work out well for his health? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But then again, we keep on talking about the WWF days. You heard, you heard um, Missy Hyatt say... Ooh. She was partying way back then in the WCCW days. Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I'll be honest with you. I never liked Jake as a wrestler. I, I love Missy. But I know you did. I, I did, Missy. too. Oh, God. I, I never liked Jake as a wrestler, and I never liked him as a human being. Did I find him entertaining? Yes. I could tell you guys a story. I was just telling my wife. Back in the day, they had the wrestling hotlines where you'd call, and God knows how much you paid. Did I didn't you get care. in trouble? I didn't. Because my parents saw that shit on the phone bill. How much was it? Dude. How much was it? Yeah, but if I say how much it was today, people will laugh. No, I want to know. That phone call cost, if you stayed on the line, and then you kept calling again because it was so cool. I remember one point my parents almost murdered me because I had $15 worth of, and $15. That's a lot of money. In 1982. A lot of money. Or 83 or whatever. Which was maybe like 65 bucks. That's a lot of money. Today. You know what I'm saying? My parents were like... What the fuck? Whoa, who are you calling? I'm like, I'm calling the wrestling hotline. Right. right. And they were like, rare? And they threw me out of the house. Because <laughs> I went rare. Because you went rare. I remember <laughs> one of the first calls I made was Jake Roberts was on there. Yeah. And he was smoking. You could hear him. Right. Smoking, smoking a cigarette. A and he was cigarette. making it clear that you could hear That's he was great. smoking a cigarette. Right. And I was, I was, uh, I was, I was <laughs> flabbergasted. Fucking funny. I was flabbergasted. Yeah. I did like Jake's character. I was, I was, I was a, I, I was a fan of Jake Roberts, but I wasn't a huge fan. He didn't enter Greg Valentine. Uh, Lou you know, says area. he cost his father two hundred and fifty dollars in nineteen ninety two from the Honky Tonk Man's Hotline. Loose, you Honky Tonk Man's Hotline. Loose rocks. That's awesome. I was. In what a, did it, what did the Honky Tonk Man say? By the way, uh, send us a message. I would love to know what it, what cost you all this money. What was he saying? Like you know. What what is the honky tonk man's hotline? What does he say? I have no idea. I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm bad. Click click. Twenty bucks. Call back later. Shit, that's all. You call back. Jason says I found Paul Stanley's backing track controversy entertaining. Yeah, it's a shame though, man. Because Paul, by the way, Paul Stanley is very underrated in, in his prime. 
that guy was a majestic vocalist. And by the way, I want oh to finish God, up with the Jake thing. Was I was talking to somebody day. on the phone today who's mm-hmm. an older guy, and he was speaking about wrestling. And we always talk about these wrestling experts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I was telling the story about Lanny Poffa. And mm. I was telling the story. We got a lot of shit from people when we did a Kamala tribute show. That was Lanny's opinion. Well, and we got all the shit. We for had it. Lanny called in. That was Lanny's and opinion. Lanny. Pretty much, destroyed. you could see it on the channel. Yeah, Look it ro- up. He roasted him, but he told the truth. But, this was what Lanny recalled. But here's the thing. Yeah, all the wrestling experts who were offended all by attacked that us and attacked then us. Had and no problem doing business with Lanny, though. Exactly. Fucking so hypocrite. So going back to the thing is like when it comes to yeah. this fake ideology right. of these guys, I- idolatry. I mean, yeah, but I got you. Well, let's not forget about Jimmy Snooker, for example. Right. Look, right. I'm gonna say it right here. Jimmy Snooker was a murderer, dude. He That's a flat. He's as bad he as Chris Benoit. He shouldn't have had a career after 1982. No, he should not have. He should not have. And for anyone to idolize Jimmy Snooker, look, great. He jumped off the top rope. He was fantastic. Jimmy Snooker was as bad as Chris Benoit. He ki- okay. Um, no. Well, I. You he, know what though? In the okay, in the eyes of the Lord, yes, it's all the same. Gotcha. To the eyes of the Lord. Okay, so he didn't pre... But to me, he didn't killing your entire up. flipping family. All right, so Benoit thought about Bibles it. over there and Benoit stuff like that. Benoit thought about it. That is Snooker just... was Benoit's, an ang- Benoit up here in hell. Jimmy somewhere probably, you know, not that I know where the heck but they But let me ask you this. I does don't. it kind of even out? Okay, I'm not does claiming Benoit, that. Does it even out, though? Because Benoit knows he did something wrong and kills himself. Meanwhile, Snooker just flat out denies it. I think that... As far as are you asking me what's worse? I'm because asking you what's worse. worse. All than... I'm saying is they're both murderers, right? Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. OG, one, one. I feel OJ planned Sim- it. I one feel OJ Simpson's a you know a, a murderer. What do I know? I don't know yeah. what I know. I don't know what I know. You know, but uh, sometimes people are able to slip through the cracks. I mean, Charles Manson didn't touch anybody. He's a murderer. <laughs> he didn't even touch anybody. <laughs> I don't know. All right, moving on. Yeah. I, moving I, on. I say Charlie. You move on fast. You're like, Charlie. I'm not a big fan of Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie likes crazy. you. What's yeah. the problem? Yeah. Helter Skelter. <laughs> Come on, honey. Put a, put a swastika Did you ever see the movie Helter Skelter? Yes, it was I did. excellent. The, the original movie from 73. With, with, all, with, with due respect, Charles Manson. Just a dirtbag. No, you? he was... Scumbag. He was a genius in a lot of ways. He's very twisted. Which is very scary. I know right? it is. Well, there's others like him. There right. Are, there are. Which is very scary. It is. So, it is scary. Farrow and I were talking earlier about, you know, we got four weeks away from Mania, mm-hmm. and we haven't heard a thing right. about the Hall of Fame. I know. Very strange. So, I put a list together. My Only my thoughts are from reading dirt sheets and my ideas. <laughs> And I said, I'm going to put a list together. I just want Farrow to weigh in if he thinks it's going to happen this year. All right? Yeah, I'm just reading a little bit ahead. Go ahead. So I I put it in the list of the probability in my mind. Again, this doesn't mean any of these people are getting in or any of these people aren't getting in or there's even an invitation. Okay? Okay. All right, so the first up is Batista. Yeah, he's in. I think he's getting in this year. And you think they're going to name him in? Yeah, I think he's going in this year. It makes sense. They're in they're in Hollywood. Yeah, it makes sense. I'd go with Batista. Lex Luger. He should be in the Hall of Fame already. Will they do it? I think I, I think he's got a good shot. I think he's got a good shot this year. Do you think you so you think he's gonna get in there? I just, the odds are I think more in his favor than ever that he would get in. I would hope so. He should get in. Michelle McCool. 
Now, there's a lot of dirt sheets that are even named. Are they saying that too. she's getting in? No one is saying anything. Michelle, saying Michelle McCool sounds like a WWE pick for the Hall of Fame. And, you know, Undertaker. Right. You know, that uh, his Undertaker will, you know, that's how you get the Undertaker involved. He'll probably introduce, <sighs> introduce her. Right. I can see that. Umaga. He should be in this year. This is it. Put him in now. We got the bloodline. You got the whole tribal thing going on. Yeah, get him in. He should be in. All right, and then Dark Horse. Well, not really Dark Horse, Midnight Express. They should be in. They should go in this year. They should have gone in years ago. Now, there's a bunch of Midnight Express. With Jim Cornette, ex- by the way. There's so many Midnight Express. Well, you got, you got Conjury and Eaton. You got, uh, what was it, Eaton Lane? And, well, you, and how many And you know what, just this? You know, again, Spidey's not a huge wrestling fan. Bart Gunn was on the Midnight Express. You remember that? I, every time I think of Bart Gunn, I think of Butterbean. I got so you. I, I'm just, but like, I'm just saying that was Jim Cornette's new Midnight wow, Express. That, right, that was the last. The last. That was the gasp, last one. The last gasp. No, nah, it should be the Midnight Express. Actually, three guys: Conjury, Eaton, Lane. Those. Are, that to me is the. Midnight so then Express. you would have to have Conjury and Lane and Cornette come. And and, Bo- uh, and Bobby to me is the greatest member of all of them well, from Bob, the Midnight Bobby's Express. Bobby's gone. Bob, right, right yeah. he can't be there. You know. All right, last but not least, I need you to weigh in is Big Ron Shaw. For the WWE Hall of Fame. Yes. I'm afraid to say no because he's been spinning lately. I don't know what to say here. I mean, he is a Hall of Famer, but is that the IWF Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. It's not the WWE Hall of Fame. You know what, though? Do they put, they, they, have they put jobbers in before? Um, like Johnny Rogers in, and I don't even consider him. Fair good. enough, yeah. I mean, he's got a shot. Stinger says, "Don't forget about Hannibal." You know what I would love? My what? Hannibal? Everyone's <laughs> forgotten about Hannibal. Have you seen him lately? Yeah, where know, is that guy? By the way, you know who I think they should induct this year? I'm being serious. Just for shock factor and fuck you factor to AEW, CM Punk. Wow, that'd be pretty crazy. Think about it. That'd be pretty good. Farrell's got some ideas. But I don't think WWE wants to do it, nor do I think CM Punk wants to be in it. I don't think so for either of them, but I think that that would be fucking... Remember Rob Van Damme Could you said? imagine if they did that? It'd be pretty cool. Could you imagine? What would Tony Khan do? He'd con it. He would be so pissed. All right, quick, another episode of Dear Farrow. Oh, no. Are you ready? No, we're really doing this yeah. again? Another episode Wait of Dear Wait a minute. The people I'm going to milk want- this cow. Oh, boy. People love Dear Farrow, right? Jared, you like Dear Farrow. Oh, come on, guys. Don't make me do this. I love Dear Farrow. (laughs) You love Dear Farrow? You know, Spider, you haven't helped me once today. You just keep keep pouring it into Mike and just, you know, leaving me with the leftovers here. Dear Farrow. Are you ready? No, I'm not ready. Hold on. I think we're going to do Dear Spidey. Dear Spidey. Dear Spidey, my bunghole hurts. Am I having too much anal sex? I can give my two cents. Oh, yeah, put it. His two He's ready. He's right. ready for his own. Dear Farrow, yeah, I work with my husband in retail merchan- merchandising. Yeah, good for you. A woman, a woman on our team, is a few years younger, and and I am very touchy, and is very touchy feely with my husband. She whispers in his ear and stands very close to him. My husband says that m- may just be the way she is. I told him he is wrong because he doesn't do it when. Her boyfriend is around, and she doesn't do it to anyone else. How should I handle this from upset in Florida? 
Okay, upset in Florida. Well, here's problem number one. What the fuck are you doing working with your husband? That's just bad right off the bat. Number two, are you in charge of your husband? If you are in charge of your husband, then you're probably in charge of the chick who's flirting with him. Fire them both. It's a bad idea. I'm telling you to fire your husband. It's a bad idea. You guys shouldn't be working together. Don't mix your peanut butter with the chocolate. It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. I, um... You think it's a good idea for a husband and wife to be working together in retail merchandising? It sounds like a fucking nightmare. I have a feeling that husband's cheating on her. Oh, he absolutely is. is. I loved how he was just like, oh, that must be the way she normally is. But what, you, whispering he, how about how he lets it happen anyway? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a whore. Yeah, your husband's a All whore. Right. Fire him moving, and... Uh, moving on. Yeah, go ahead. Dear Far- Farrell, I'm not having much luck on the dating scene. What? I've tried a number of dating apps. I get quite nervous so often throw up before the date. My date usually throws up after the date. Any suggestions? <laughs> yeah, uh... Paint a little face on your hand, give it a name, and get to know it better because you are a lost cause. That's it. That's it. No help. No help. You ain't getting any help. Wow. You throw up before the date, and then your date throws up after. Someone's trying to tell you something. Just hang out with your hand. All right. The last Dear Farrow of the night. Yeah, Dear Farrell, I'm a man who has been wearing lingerie for the past few decades. <laughs> okay. I discovered my love for panties when I was <laughs> slipped in my first pair at 17. At 22, I discovered the fun and sexiness of bras and other land oh, lingerie. Oh, man. And I wear them under my men's clothes. <laughs> I have gone through periods of love and alternating shame for being an underdresser. I have confided this to a few women in my life and received mixed responses. Some were appalled. Others were okay with it. (laughs) My wife is in the first category. I told her while we were dating and modeled some for her. She thought it was weird. Hmm. Very interesting. All right, hold on. I tried for her sake to repress my desire to wear lingerie, but but it has returned recently. I have been buying panties, bras, and other items to wear them only at work and when I'm alone. I have found some solace in finally opening up to the women at lingerie stores that what I am buying is for me. And I delight in the fact that they are accepting and help me find items I may like. How do I approach this subject with my wife again? And I ask her if she's open to me wearing lingerie more often. From... Living in lingerie. Where did you get this one? This is a very strange one. This this person is just too fucking weird for me to even want to give advice to. This is fucking weird. Okay, well, obviously you're having a problem getting your gimmick over. But if you read this carefully, you already have it right here. You need to become a pro wrestler. Audition with Shawn Michaels at NXT. And it's obvious. Call yourself the underdresser. Very, that, I like it. It's perfect. Then you become famous. Dress in peace. Your dress in peace. Absolutely. You become famous. Your gimmick gets over. And now the weirdness thing translates to money and success. They'll all want to do you. And you could wear it all the time. You, yeah. Because that's your gimmick. That's it. You're in. The Farrow, underdresser. This is why Dear Farrow is one of the top things. Dress. All right. In we got about peace. eight minutes left. 
So we're going to get into one more episode of Head to Head, and we're going to call it a night. And okay. then we'll see you all back on Thursday and then Saturday with Sinister Minister. Are you ready? No, because then I have to remember all the categories, and I don't even know if Spidey has them up. Yeah, put them up. All right. Well, let's do Head to Head tonight. We are going to uh, have, uh, well, well, I'll tell you what. You haven't said it yet, right? Yep, I have not. Okay, we'll do the rules first. Category number one, mic skills. Can you blah, blah? Are you engaging? Are you gripping? Are you the underdresser? I don't know. That's mic skills. Can you talk? If you can't, I'm changing the channel. All right, let's go to mat skills. Category number two. Hey, just like I watched WrestleMania 12 the other day, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Need I say more? Do you have mat skills? Category number three, the it factor. Well, once again, you can have a Goldberg, you can have a Hogan, or you can have uh, the opposite. I always, I always seem to like be missing a name when I think about like a blah guy. Right. You know, maybe the underdresser would be that blah guy. Yep. Who knows? But uh, do you have the it factor? Category number four, the back of the baseball card. Give me your resume. Resume. Give me your resume. Belts, championships, money in the banks, all sorts of other stuff. Hey, I'll take Japan. At least I will. I don't know about him. All right, category number five is impact on the industry. Overall impact on the business. Once again, the Hulkster. Hey, Bruno, you had an impact on this business. Not as much as the Hulkster. And that is head to head. And this week it will be John Moxley, Dean Ambrose. Either or. Okay. Against the great Abdullah the Butcher. Dude, I love this matchup. This is crazy. I don't even know what we're going to do with this one. All right, let's go. Wait a second. This might be a landslide. Mic skills? Abdullah doesn't have any mic skills. He never talked. Yep. So you're All right. right, there's one for Moxley. So, I agree. Moxley's got All right, him on that's mic easy skills. enough. That, he's got that's on, really easy. He's got, got him it. on mic skills. Matt skills. Don't tell him. Stop it. This goes to Moxley also. Wow, this is not such a good this match. This is not such a good match. Wow, okay. But you know what's funny? I would love to see the match because I think Abdullah would win. <laughs> That's so true. That's the fu- Abdullah in his prime right, so would beat John Moxley. 2 Absolutely. nothing. 2 nothing on okay, Moxley. Okay, all right. Uh, is it it factor? Let's go with it factor. All right. Abdullah. Agreed. Abdullah's got more. Now, people would probably than... argue that. Of but course, I agree. today's generation yeah. would. But people I agree one hundred percent. People don't understand that Abdullah the Butcher was a specialist, like Andre, like Bruiser Brody. That guy was a traveling show. Abdullah the Butcher's special, okay, special. And every every bloody match you see today, every you know gouging moment, that guy's the template. Sorry. How, how do you think? Yeah. If Hogan got what he wanted, oh my God. and Abdullah came here and wrestled Hogan at WrestleMania two, I would have loved it. I mean, I did love Bundy. Let's not say Bundy I was not Bundy. a success. That was fantastic. I but I would have loved to to have seen Hogan versus Abdullah or Hogan versus Brody somewhere in those early years. I will Hogan tell you, Brody would have been for fire. me personally. I have you know? a man cave, and I yeah. only have my favorite wrestlers on the mm-hmm. wall. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time, and one I don't have because you try to get an autographed picture of the guy, it's impossible. It's right. worth a million dollars is Kerry Von Erich, right? You know how much I love Kerry right. Von Erich, right? Is but it very difficult to, to track down an autograph from him? For an 8x10 of Kerry Von Erich. And how do you know it's authentic? Authentic. Authentica, authentic Authenticated. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Is about 1400 bucks for an 8x10. I believe eight it. I believe, an eight it. By 10. I believe it. I believe it. He's been dead a long time. And he may have died before the big convention crazes and autograph crazes. I would say, get it. 
if it, if it's authentic, get it. It's worth it if that's what you're into. Barry Windham's one of my favorite, but he's not on my wall. But one guy that's on my wall is Nikita Koloff. Okay. I would have loved to see yeah. Nikita Koloff and yes. Ivan Koloff, yeah. WrestleMania two, Russia against America. It was during the Rocky Five time. Oh, it would have been great. How hot would that have been? It would have been great. Been Rock- yeah, it was Rocky Five. Well, yeah. Rocky Four. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was during the Rocky Four. That Rocky Four been was 1985. So, yeah, it yeah. could have been so hot. That would have been man. great. Nikita Koloff, Hogan. Oh my God. That would have been great. Forget, I, forget Ivan. Well, Unless Ivan, Ivan would be, to his stand man, in his be his manager. Yeah, yeah, let him stand in the corner. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that would have been fantastic. Nikita Koloff was goods. He was. He was the goods he in his was. prime, man. What a big dude. Oof. That would have been fantastic. All right, so we got 2-1 right now. Yeah, we got 2-1 for Moxley. Back of the baseball card. Well, that's unfortunate. John's going to win this one, too. John's won the competition. You, you think? Why? What are you going to tell me? He was Porter champion of Puerto Rico. No. John Moxley has a better back of the baseball card. That's all there is to it. He's been WWE champion. He's been AEW. He's been. It's not. There's no contest. All right, that's fair. That's, uh, it's know. unfortunate, but it's true. All right, so then it's three one final pro- influence on the industry. That goes to Abdullah. Blowout. Yeah, it's a blowout. That's not even close. It's a blowout. And quite honestly, if they faced each other in their prime, Abdullah's winning the match anyway. So. I think Abdullah was greater than It's kind than of John. funny. What so do I know? We got, I think Abdullah we got Mo- was greater than John Moxley. We've got Moxley winning. Yeah, we do. But, but I still have more respect for Abdullah. But you have more respect for Abdullah. Absolutely. But that's what, that's what makes this competition interesting, you know? Uh, I, I got a, a channel I love watching where they, do, they take two albums, and they do track by track. Right. And sometimes the album that you like more, because it's track by track, doesn't win. Yeah. It's like, wait a second, what the fuck? That album's so much better. Right. But it's just the luck of the draw. That's almost what that makes this contest, you know, contrast interesting with head to head. So yeah, I got way more respect for Abdullah the Butcher. That's annoying me that John Moxley won. And honestly I'm annoyed. Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, it factor and influence on the industry is isn't so far different. But then again, the most Mike skills, Mike right. skills, wrestling and back of the baseball card is a blowout too. Right. But you know what? At the end of the day, what is the thing that most of these wrestlers say to us about the belts? They didn't care. Remember? Yeah. They all say that. I don't care if I had a belt or not. By the way, R.J. Hudson makes a really good comment. I guess Moxley would bleed in that match, too. Yeah, but right. this, the difference Except is, he, R.J., really bleed. <laughs> you would, he would really get he would. gigged by Abdullah, would, yeah, and you, he wouldn't, would. you wouldn't see Moxley doing right. that bullshit. Abdullah would have let him slide if he threw those bullshit punches with Abdullah. Abdullah would fuck him up. He'd be like, that's not how you throw a punch, you prick. You're going to make me look good. Damn straight. You know? All right, we're going to yeah. call it a night. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Again, we've got Sinister Minister on Saturday. Thursday's show is not is set, but I don't know who we're going to have. I'm going to try to get us a little guest. I want to get a couple guests in. Um, any special questions you're going to ask Sinister Minister? I ain't going to ask him which side of the plate he hits from, <laughs> you wackadoo. I'm not doing that. What is the thing with Farrell enjoying Sinister Minister so much? I always thought he was a good talker. I I just like evil he, characters. Was he in the WWE? I remember him more from Impact, unless I'm imagining things. No, you're right. But was he you in know? the WWE? Though? If he was, it's not sticking out to me. It's I don't not remember something that him. jumps out, out in my memory. No. Well, you remember him with Mortis, right? Mm-hmm. In WCW. Mm-hmm. And, Mortis. Uh, what did you think of Mortis? Uh, eh. Eh. I was there with Mortis. 
Dude, so much stuff is a blur. So many wrestlers. So many things. So I'm many like, wrestlers. I, look, guys, before we go, I was looking at YouTube. Jason, thank you so much, my friend. Um, I was looking at YouTube. There was a boxing match between Evander Holyfield and Matt Hardy on Saturday night's main event. I remember nothing. Of I it. do not remember that at because all. Does Evander anyone Hol- remember that? Evander Holyfield's not engaging. He was Tyson's bitch in real life. They should have fought in a back alley someplace with no rules. Head buddy. Jay Frick. Will, if I could get Iceman. <laughs> you know what, dude? Jay Will just said something. What's that? He should, you should get Iceman King part. That'd be cool. Dude, I got to tell you what. That'd be cool. I'm going to make it my mission this week to get in touch with Iceman and see if he'll come on. That'd be very cool. I would like How that. How fucking great was Iceman King Parsons? Pretty great. Pretty great. Dude, WCCW fucking was Yo, so Yo, you really good, love dude. Texas wrestling. Oh, my you? God. It Have you been so to good. Texas? Many times, yeah. You like Texas? I love Texas. They're good to you, huh? They're good they to They fucking me. hated me. I know. You told me that. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm just not the... But I would tell you this. If I had my druthers, I'd move to California. I lived in California. You don't want to live there. Why? I just think the people there are full of shit. The people I remember being around in California, you know? Yeah, but you and that whole rock thing going on there. Would you really have a great time with the political climate in California? You'd have a ball, huh? I'd have a ball in the weather. In the weather. Just don't turn it on the TV. Jared, appease me on this one thing. Before you, before we go, I, I always wanted to ask you this. You you played you played the whiskey. Yeah. And you played... Um, CBGBs. CBGBs. Yeah. What was the difference between the whiskey and CBGBs? And then you could send us on our way. Hmm, good question. Well, when you walk into them... Is it weird I never ask you these questions when we're off? Yeah, well, when you walk into them, you look around and you, and you go, this is, the, this is the great whatever, you know? And then you, when you sing on a sound system like a, like a CBGB's, you, you realize why it's so great. Because it's actually the, the equipment and the people that were employed there to do the sound. That's what really made those places happening was is, is that they had to route. The businesses were run correctly, and you had the right producer. Didn't matter what style the band was. You were able to fucking nail it right away. And trust me, in 1968, 69, there's a difference between Led Zeppelin coming through those doors or the doors. Gotcha. They sound a little different from each other, you know? So the producers were able to, you know... What were you more nervous playing, the whiskey or the or CBD? CBGB's because I knew that we were... See, CBGB's is known as a famous punk club. Sure. And we were a rock band. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure what we were walking into. I was like, you know, am I walking into Friendly Fire? Am I walking into, you know, someplace that will embrace us? But it was cool. It was just a great place. And I knew right away the moment I sang on that, on that sound system, I was like, oh, my God. This must be why this place is what it is. So the whiskey doesn't compare to CBGB's. CBGB's. Jesus Christ. Oh, well, I think CBGB's was the shit. I just never sang on such a great sound system. I was like, oh, my God. It really was amazing. See, to me, like, now, I, I always think of myself like the, the whiskey. The whiskey's more important in my mind. Now, I, I'm being favored. I'm showing favoritism right. to the, the bands of So that's why period. someone like me thinks of... The whiskey. The whiskey, I think, is more important historically because I mean, if I have to make a choice, and I could see a huge argument coming from either side, okay. But the whiskey was the birth of more than one generation. The whiskey had many great acts come through there during the '60s, during the heyday of that whole scene of the '60s, okay. And then in the '80s, the whiskey went Molly Crew. 
Mm. Guns N' Roses. Right. I mean, like, it, it's, it had multiple generations of greats come through. It's CBGB's is primarily remembered for Blondie and the Ramones and that time period, but not Police? The Police? No. Yeah. Not as much. No. Not CBGB's. No. They played there. They might have played there, but they're not known to have gotcha, been gotcha. part of the it's scene gotcha, there. Gotcha, they gotcha. came and went because the police were busy becoming world phenoms anyway. But they all became world phenoms. I mean, but the Ramones and Blondie and, and a band called Television. I don't yeah, know if you... Yep, you absolutely. know, there was a lot of... Uh, Television never made it, though, right? No, not big time. Not big time, but they Actually certainly... Good band they too. certainly knew they were the kings of their area. It's pretty cool. It is. It is pretty... Let me tell you. I mean, just being... Once upon a time, the kings of Long Island. It's not such a bad thing, bro. Not bad. It wasn't bad. All right, guys, thanks for joining us, and I will work on Iceman King Partons. Uh, R.J. Hudson says, didn't Metallica and Motorhead play the whiskey? Right. Yeah. Most you likely, imagine most likely, if you went to the whiskey every night, what yeah. bands you saw? I was a, dude, I lived there. I lived in Hollywood during the 80s. I mean, the place was not very long, but long enough to fucking know what's going on around there. That was insane. And then Jay Will says, what about Jim Bob and Mary Ellen? What about Jim Bob and Mary Ellen? What about them? What are we talking about? Why is he bringing up Uh, the Waltons? This has been Mike Botti. This has been Jimmy Farrow. We'll leave the light on for What did they used to say at the end? Good night, Mike. Good night, Jared. Good night, Spidey. Good night, Matthew. Good (laughs) Rest well, Matthew. Good night. Later. Rest in peace, Matthew. (laughs) May you wake up tomorrow. You will wake up tomorrow, March 2nd. Is it March 2nd or March 3rd? Where are we? March March 3rd. 3rd. Hopefully. Hopefully you wake up. If you don't, we won't see you Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? What? Uh.